everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 In four hour recording studio audience. Recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Hello, everyone listening. We're back. I was waiting for you to, to keep going. I didn't know if it was, there was like an extended version of that. <laughs> like, hello, citizens of planet Earth, it is I, Wow, Crendor, here to tell you about Hanes' men's undergarments. It's <laughs> exactly what I was going for. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I was thinking about, it was Hanes' men's underwear. Undergarments. Undergarments. Can't say yeah. underwear. Can't say underwear. This is the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, if people can't tell, I am... Very sort of like, like reverse winded. I don't know what's going on with me right now. I don't know. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Look, I'm getting ahead of myself. You're probably saying, why? I want to know what he's talking about now. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because we have an announcement. A lot of you have been yeah. saying, make more of these, these podcasts, and we want like, to. Like for two years. Literally forever. For, forever internet time. And you've been saying, make more of these, and we want to. We really do. But we, there's just not enough time in the day, and it takes a lot of time and effort. And despite what you may be thinking, listening right now, a lot of work goes into it. And yeah. we just wanted to let you guys know that we were thinking uh, many times during the last few months of what we could do. And a lot of people approached us, a lot of companies that were like, hey, if you make your podcast, like when it starts and it goes like, this broadcast brought to you by Sam's Pizza. Get yeah. it at your local pizza joint. Right? Stuff like that. Or like, come visit my website, Triple X. Donkey ding dongs, right? <laughs> and we, yeah. w- for a while, we thought like that'd be fun. But I know that when I listen to podcasts, I hate that kind of thing. It drives me crazy, uh, mm-hmm. especially when they put it in the middle of a podcast. I it's know. like, why are there five minutes of ads in the middle of my podcast? I don't want that. So yeah. we decided it might be better to try um, Patreon. And it's cool because it's all fan donated. It's like PBS, except instead of public broadcasting, you're sponsoring us. Yeah, a lot of people do it. Like Smooth McGroove does it, and the Completionist does it. There's a lot of people out there who do it, and we were thinking about. We contacted them. I mean, we don't know really like what it would end up looking like. We're still thinking about the process of it right now, but we want to get your feedback because we want to know what you guys would think. And I think it'd be great if we could do it once a month, like a dollar a month. That's that's yeah. nothing, right? And not if you have a lot episode. of money, you can pay like five bucks a month, and that way you're not like we're not stealing your money. But you're, you're funding it so that we can keep going per month. And if, if each of you donates a dollar, why, that's a lot of money a month. And a lot Krenor of dollars. Krenor and I can make this all the time. And then we would make it from our moon mansion. <laughs> I still think we need the Patreon slot for, like, the $1,000 donator called the Rich Audi Soil Print. Oil, uh, oil Prince slot. Yes, yes. If you're... If you're he did not call you an oil print slut, your your your, your royalness. That's <laughs> not what he said. That's there's not only what he said. one person that can be that spot. Slot. Only one. Slot, he said. Yeah. Um, so it's just something we're thinking about, and we want to get feedback from you guys because you would be the ones actually doing the heavy list- lifting, not us. So yeah, the heavy, the heavy listing, listening. The heavy <laughs> listing, just you'd be slowly falling over, you know. I mean, this is a very heavy listening broadcast. 
Yeah, I'd be listening very heavily. You you have to. You have to. Because the things we talk about on here are deep. And very speaking deep. of speaking of deep, let's go the reverse opposite. That's a segue. <laughs> okay. Let's go high. Um Okay. So this is a special podcast because I just want to get together with Crendor. We want to make this announcement, then we figured we actually should probably make a podcast. And so yeah. this is the I Got Back from Machu Picchu in Peru podcast, and I want to tell Crendor all about it because it was hilarious. And at the end of it, can I talk about Godzilla? You can't. I haven't seen Godzilla yet, though. Yes. I don't, won't spoil don't it. Don't ruin it for Don't you ruin it for me. I won't spoil it. Don't you. Crendor. I won't spoil it. Okay. Anyway, so first let me tell you that Peru is like the coolest place. The people there are wonderful, but I feel like the reason why they're so wonderful is because they are all controlled by canine overlords. There are- Hold on, hold on. Where is Peru on a map? South America. I know South America, I just below below e- Below Ecuador. I don't know where that above is. Above Argentina. Hold on. Next to Bolivia. It's Peru, down there. I feel like- Oh, it's there. Okay, I know. I remember learning about this. Good, good, good. Now you know. Anyway, so I want to say that one of my favorite parts about Peru, and I don't know if this was just the cities I visited, but dogs. Dogs everywhere. Just wild dogs. dogs. Like, everywhere. And it was the funniest thing, because the dogs controlled everything. They gave no (laughs) shits. If you were driving down the road, a dog would be, like, in the middle of the road and give you this look like, what are you going to do? You gonna run me over? You ain't gonna run me over. I'm a dog. I'll run you over. Like they had the. It was amazing. Sometimes there were packs of like different dogs together, and it was like one of those family movies from the '80s. It was great. I was like, this is the best place. Dogs are everywhere. Our, our different guides would be like, you know, the dogs. They just do their thing. They don't really bother anyone. They kill animals every now and again, and they're very territorial. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't be like, they don't bother anyone, but they're very territorial. <laughs> they don't bother anyone. They just kill some people and, uh, you know, control some territories. You know, just don't go to their territory. <laughs> it's like gang wars. <laughs> Stay out of dog town. It's like a dog guarding it with a gun. He's just like, yep. keep, keep, you keep moving. That's, you keep moving, woof, woof. That's exactly right. Well, so that's that was my first impression. I was blown away by that. But also I was blown away that a lot of Peru reminds me of L.A., like, oh. a lot of Peru reminds me of L.A. There's really no difference. I've said this before when I go to different places around the world. America has just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> My dad was like, we didn't ruin it, Jesse. I'm like, you know what I mean, papa. Well, I mean, it is technically America. That's true. It is. I mean, it's South America. <laughs> it's still part of America. But I mean, like, the America, America mm. has there you go. pretty much just destroyed the cultures of the world. <laughs> Like uh, we were in, we were in Cusco, which is way high up in the mountains. It's the center of Incan culture, and in the main square is a McDonald's, a KFC, a Starbucks. This is this is twelve thousand feet up in the mountains. I don't think you know how excited I would be to get to the mountains and see a Starbucks and a KFC and a McDonald's. It was pretty great. Like- the best part is, is they're in like buildings that I think are maybe three hundred years old. So it's like the fanciest. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken you like, will ever see. They just took old ruins that are like ancient artifacts. Yes, and, and the McDonald's. Luckily, we did not eat at any of those places. But um, I will say, getting back Why to not? my because we went to like cool places, and I'll get to that in a second. But did you? Oh, did you remember that one episode we did about McDonald's all over the world? They oh, could have had some crazy stuff. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, they probably. Oh, they could have had had guinea pig. Or, they or I had I, guinea pig. I wonder if it's called Kui. Is that what it is? I think it's called Kui. Kui? Kui? I'm sorry if I'm butchering 
the native language, but that's guinea pig. C-U-Y is what it is. I just don't know how to pronounce it. It was delicious. Although there's not very much meat on a guinea pig. Also, yes, I'm referring to those cute things that people keep as pets. That's, that's what they eat, and they're very delicious. Tasty. Anyway, so getting back to the point of why I'm like talking a mile a minute now. Apparently, when you're 12,000 feet up from where you usually are, which is in L.A. on, like, sea level. Yeah. Turns out, you can't breathe at all. It's crazy. Luckily, my dad and I were, like, baller enough that we weren't, like, those weirdos who had oxygen tanks. There's people just walking around, like, like astronauts. Darth Vader. They're like Darth Vader astronauts. (laughs) They went to the moon for the Empire. Eventually, you get, like, maybe 8,000 feet, you start to feel like, all right, something's a little different. 12,000, you're like, nope. Nope. Like, going upstairs, you're like, okay. Okay, that was that was the thing. That was the thing. And the best part is, is my dad and I, for months, have been just like, let's just fucking work out like crazy. We're going to be climbing stairs. and be great. Didn't help at all. Didn't help at all. The worst part was, is then there were dudes who were, like, super buff and super fit who were like, yeah, I'm here. I'm going to hike the Incan Trail and do all this stuff. And even they were like, <laughs> they and thought I, they were going to be walking up watching, you know, football, banging Incan girls along the way. Nope. Nope. nope they were, they none were, of that happened. Apparently getting very high in altitude <laughs> makes you lose breath. Or getting very high. I guess that too. And so <laughs> coming back down was insane because now that I'm back in L.A., I'm used to, to taking deeper breaths. In order to get oxygen. And now I'm just like, too much oxygen. And I just keep coughing like crazy. I don't know. You're getting too (laughs) much oxygen? Like that. I can't stop coughing. I heard that somewhere, that too much oxygen is bad for you. It's driving me crazy. Ever since I got back in in the States, I'm just like, just coughing everywhere and I can't stop. I mean, it's it's also L.A. I mean, I guess that's true. I was in the pristine mountains of a jungle. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that I guess that's the truth as well. Wait, how was your plane ride there? It was fine. I mean, I, on the way down, I slept most of the way. On the way back, oh, dude, dude. So, there's one plane that leaves out of, out of Lima, Peru to go to the United States. It leaves at 1.40 a.m. So, <laughs> we flew. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you the whole. Let me t- stop skipping ahead. Stop okay. skipping ahead. Okay. So we get we get we land in Peru and we spend our first night there, which is literally like four hours. We have to get up the next day and travel to travel to Cusco, which is not just the name of the guy from the movie, but yeah. is actually a real place. It's the center of an entire culture's like universe. And so um we get get to Peru and we stay at a hotel and I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was the fanciest effing hotel I've ever been in. Ever. Cusco Hotel. No, no, it was in Lima. It was beautiful. Lima Hotel. And it was it was wonderful. But there's also a lot of casinos in Lima and a lot oh. of chicken restaurants, which I thought was very fascinating. <laughs> but the chicken restaurants have the cutest little, like, chicken mascots. It makes you not want to <laughs> eat them. Um, so it's like Vegas and Mississippi combined and then got put in South America. A little, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> And so we end up going, the next day we wake up bright and early, and we end up getting on a plane to go to Cusco, up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And when you take off, it's a little tiny plane, but it's, you know, it's like a jet plane, normal plane. But you take off, and because Cusco's in the mountains, up in this, like, huge, it's like in, uh, I guess, a former lake. 
Like, a lake used to be there. So it's mountains, 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 lake, bed that's now a town. And you, so you have to fly up into the mountains and then, like a bomber or like a jet fighter, fly through the mountains and land. And so the last 20 minutes of your flight is the most horrific thing you will ever experience. <laughs> it's like the, the guy flying the plane is using all of his old jet fighter experience from, like, back in the war. Because the dude's just like... <laughs> and the plane... Usually you can't feel when your plane's making, like, very big turns. Because they're broad yeah. turns and it's slow. This guy's like, your body is all over the place in this thing. Oh, it was man. insane. It reminded me... And I, and, I, and I did this, and I don't know if anyone heard me on the plane, but I imagine someone did. It reminded me of Jurassic Park. When, at the beginning, they start to lower the helicopter and it drops, like, rapidly... And they're bumping around inside the helicopter. And so yeah. the entire time I was going, right? I was doing the Jurassic Park theme song because I thought it was very funny. Did your dad think it was funny? We weren't sitting together. Oh. Appar- apparently the entire trip we were booked in different seats. So he was always like either a row in front of me or like two rows behind me. But I was just. How many people were on the plane? It was always packed. It was all. It's a massive tour spot. Like oh. it's, it's really popular. Uh, but like are there a lot of seats? Um, I don't know how many, how many rows, but there were, there were six seats per row and maybe oh. like 20, 25 That's pretty rows. Big. And so did you, see, did you get sit next to some cool people? No, look, no one cool old, was there. We were, the, we, were the coo- we were the coolest people traveling there. Everyone else was a <laughs> damn hipster. Everyone. Oh my God. Everyone was a damn hipster or filthy rich old person. Mm. Those are the two types of people there. Hipsters who were like, had their backpacks and were dressed in like the skunkiest clothes they had <laughs> and like hadn't showered in weeks and were just like, hey man, we climbed up to Machu Picchu, man, woo! And then, which by the way, when we were at Machu Picchu, you could tell who the Americans were because they were always the people who would yell at each other from across the site. All the people there who were Americans were just very loud and obnoxious. And I was like, no wonder the rest of the world thinks we're all assholes because everyone here is like a young American kid who's just. Like, I just climbed a mountain. I'm the best MFer on the planet. Yeah. And then and then everyone else there is old Europeans and old Americans and old, like, South Americans. I do not envy them having to climb up a mountain. That that must have been the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but they All did right, it. Whatever. Let's get started. And no, it's true. There were people who had, like, walkers and stuff. And it was like, I don't oh, think God. they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. Of all of all the the current world wonders, which there you know, as always, there are seven. Out of the seven current ones, this is probably the one you have to work for the most. Because many years ago, I went to Chichen Itza, which is the Mayan uh, uh, pyramids. Yeah. And so, literally, that's like you take a bus, you get off the bus, you walk into this open plane with pyramids, and you take photos, and you're like, "Yeah, this was fun," and you, and you leave. <laughs> right. I assume the yeah. same thing is like for the the Colosseum in yeah. Italy. Or like um, trying Library to of Alexandria. Nope, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh damn it! Sorry. Uh, like uh, um, the Taj Mahal, right? Like you yeah. get there, you take photos, and you, you move on. Like even even um, Ishtar Gates. The, the one? No, that doesn't the exist. Ishtar Gates. What is the Ishtar Gates? Oh my God, Ishtar Gate. Have you heard of the Ishtar Gate? It sounds like you just played Civilization and you're just shouting out things you remember. Listen, it's Empire Earth, okay? Whatever. I learned the my Brandenburg history from Gates, those games. The Brandenburg Gates, you can games. go to those. Yeah, the Ishtar Gates. That's Look it up. The, the Brandenburg, what? The Ishtar Gates. How have you not, you're a history major. What are, what are the Ishtar, tell me what the Ishtar Gates are, please. The, the Ishtar Gate was the eighth gate to the inner city of Babylon. 
Oh, it was so we should we, we, BC. we should just go to Babylon then, is what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> just go to Babylon. Sure. Yeah, all right. We're, that seems like <laughs> that's, that that's feasible. Yeah, that seems feasible. And you so know, over the bridge and through the woods, to grandmother's house to the Babylon. eighth gate of Babylon. We go. <laughs> yeah. So 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 that first night we get on a plane, we fly into Cusco, and it's just immediately you go from sea level to twelve thousand feet, and getting off the plane was just like, okay. Just gotta keep going. This is intense. And eventually you get used to it, but like that first like hour or so, you're just like, whoa. Everything's lightheaded. All your joints start to hurt all of a sudden. It was very weird. It was an intense, intense feeling. We did the normal touristy stuff, and then finally it was time to go to Machu Picchu. Before that, we stopped at a, vi a village. It was mind-blowing. It's, it's a native village up in the mountains that doesn't have basic, like, even the most basic of things, but at the same time, they have things that w completely blow your mind. Like, they have garbage collection. Like, a garbage truck comes to their place and picks up garbage. Oh, damn. But well, I mean, how else are they going to get rid of their garbage? Right, but still, but still, like, they still make all their clothes, and they still make all their food. Their houses are literally like guinea pigs running all over the, the floor of the house because they're the trash collectors. Like Do they guinea have pigs have an Ikea? No, they don't. No, they like the, 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 their house. The house. One of the houses that we visited was literally a table, shelving, a uh, gas stove that they had, and then a, what we thought was a bed, but there were potatoes in the bed, so we didn't know <laughs> what that was. Potato and, bed. And so we couldn't figure it out. We were very confused. But my dad, of course, loved it. I think my dad. He was so happy. He was playing with all the little kids. He was going around showing them his iPad. Oh, and, I thought and you they, just meant the potato bed. No, God, no, that's one no. Damn nice potato bed. I'm sure he would have loved it. No, he, <laughs> he was showing them like the iPad, and he convinced one of the like uh, one of one of the uh, elderly women to come get a photo taken, <laughs> and she was blown away by it. It was incredible. It was an incredible experience, and I was like, man, this trip has been so worth it. Like that was really that was real life affirming, right? It was pretty great. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards, like now you climb a mountain, and everything <laughs> after that point was like, nope. I don't care what we did before. This is this is the most horrible thing. Exercise. Apparently, apparently, climbing mountains not necessarily the funnest thing in the world. Who'd have thought? If you do that for fun, you're an asshole. Yeah. One of the crazy things was is there's a bus that you can take up to Machu Picchu, right? And going down on that bus was scarier than 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 getting up to Machu Picchu. Is it one of those buses from like the movies too, where it's this old? Like no, no, no. They're very, they're super fancy buses. This uh, is like, there's money being thrown at, at Machu Picchu. But like, uh, you're always riding on the edge of a cliff. Horrifying. You're always looking down and there's like 1,200 billion feet down. You're just like, nope. Nope. Just like, look we forward. could die right now. You could. And then it, it, it was raining at the time, or at least it had rain. And so, oh, uh -oh. it was a mess. We get to Machu Picchu. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful, but it also has like 12 million steps. And at that point, it was just like, you know what? Screw it. And you just like, you did it because you had already gotten that far. And it was like, these aren't going to stop me. It's one of those ones where it's like, you have to work for it. And I was like, I feel good having earned this one. Meanwhile, you can like literally have people carry you through it. <laughs> I was like, I should have done that. <laughs> but, so you have like. You hire a person, they carry you? Pretty much. Oh, I would have did that too. But one of the things I thought was funny, I don't know that if it was if it was true or not, because I don't I can't imagine that it would be. Before I went, everyone said, watch out for the nudists. 
There's nudists there like crazy now. They're everywhere. They're all over yeah. Machu Picchu. It's like the new thing. Having been there, I question the realism of that story because I don't know how you could be a nudist or streaker just taking off your clothes. Where would you do that? Like, it's packed. There's so many people. Like, you're just going to strip down in front of everyone? Fine. But then, suddenly, you're surrounded by sharp, jagged rocks. So what kind of dumbass is like, let me get naked. <laughs> Oops, I've impaled myself. Probably like it, one of the hipsters on the plane. It was amazing. And then if you're a streaker, where do you run to? Because, like, our tour guide was just like, so follow me down this way. And my dad and I would look at him, and he just frolicked down some steps. Meanwhile, those same steps that he's frolicking down, one side is jagged rock facing you, and the other side is like a 12,000-foot drop. And you're like, <laughs> um... No, we're going to take it slow is what we're going to do. <laughs> and so we just, like, go down the stairs, and, and there'd just be a cliff face. And it was super intense. And I was like, who is the asshole who's streaking here? Because no one, no one is streaking here. Because Yo, you man. would be like, woo, and you'd fall right off. Actually, it solves, maybe that's why there was no one there. It <laughs> solved its own problem. It's just natural selection. Yeah. It's... Idiots Yo, kill man. themselves off. I heard that, like, streaking down Machu Picchu, it's like, it's a really spiritual thing, you know? It was definitely a spiritual thing, I'll give you that. <laughs> it might have been because it was so high up and we had no oxygen and everything felt really wondrous. We were just like, <laughs> wow, look at the. We were seeing faces in mountains. Like, the tour guy would be like, do you see the face in the mountain? We're like, yes, we do. What? Like, like Jesus grilled cheese sandwich? Yeah, but but with faces. <laughs> but with like like Incan faces and mountains. There was one where if you if you laid on your like side and then stared out at it, like if I took a picture and then turned it sideways like ninety degrees, you, it looked like a face coming out of the ground, like a man was coming out of the earth. It was mind blowing. It was so cool. Oh, Looking at it back where I can actually focus, probably not really a face, but <laughs> at the time looked like a damn face. Much um, like Jesus grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, you just got to look at it from the right angle. Yep. There it is. There's grilled cheese Jesus. <laughs> but uh, the the best part about the entire trip was the food was incredible, incredible. What there did was, you eat? I didn't really like most of my breakfast was like I'll have a piece of bread with jam on it because I didn't really want to eat much because I follow strict guidelines when I travel, Boring. especially. No, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I don't like pooping in public toilets. I, I'm not sure why, but they always are <laughs> urine-covered whenever I go look at them. And I just don't feel like that's for me. So I don't eat a big breakfast, so that's why during the day, I won't have to go take a dump somewhere. That's why you drink coffee in the morning. No, but then you automatically have to poop everywhere. Yeah, you go in the hotel. No. No, me, that doesn't work that way. It's like a good two hours. So by then, I'm well, already in the convention weird. or already out on the trail. It's a problem for me. So your that's body's weird. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, so I didn't have big breakfasts, but the rest of the time, like the first night we were there, or I guess the second, we went to a ranch, and they it was just like those um, Brazilian barbecue places, but it was in Peru, and they served us stuff like like heart and uh, chicharron. Heart? Yes, like it was an, like, like heart. Like heart. Like what heart? I don't know, an animal's heart. What animal? I don't know, like a cow, maybe. I don't I know. I could have been a human. Well, uh, now I have powers. <laughs> now I have. We powers. give you heart. It was delicious. It's that guy that fell down, <laughs> fell down the steps. 
They just collect Dying all the dead hip, hipster bodies. <laughs> Serve us like, heart. Oh, heart is now in stock. It, I mean, it's it's possible. I think they said they have 4,000 varieties of potato. Something insane like that. And the crazy thing is, it's not just, like, them hyping it up. Every single potato we tasted was different. Every time Wait. we went anywhere, the potatoes we tasted were all different. Some tasted like bread. Some tasted like... Uh, like, I don't even know what, some of them were like bread. It tasted like you're eating a piece of bread, right? One tasted like very bland, like a, like a crappy potato you would buy at like Wendy's, right? Yeah. And then one, it looked like a little turd with a lot of poop talk right now. It looked like a little turd, but it was so (laughs) delicious. It was so good. So if you go to Peru, eat the turd potatoes. Can you buy them? Anywhere but Peru? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they ship them out anywhere like that. I know that we went to a bunch of markets, like open-air markets. Like, there's just people going around selling all sorts of stuff. One old woman tried to sell me chia, and she kept rubbing her belly. She's like, make thin, make thin. So <laughs> I was like, thank you. Thank you for looking out for me, old lady. <laughs> I make you thin. Make I, you I, thin. Right? Like, like, if you go to, say, like a Chinatown or something, and there's just chickens in the window, right? Here it was every animal ever was it was just hanging out, but you could tell what they were because they kept all the heads in front of the 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 meat. So like you'd be walking down an aisle and it's like oh that must be pork because there's a there's a pig head there. Like oh that must be a llama because there's llamas heads there. Things like that. <laughs> it was it was it was an experience. It was definitely the most un United States thing I've seen. We're too we're too hoity toity for that shit. We'd be like oh. Is that blood? Oh, dear. What are the old people like? They're all like little tiny ripped dudes. Like maybe four feet tall and just all muscle. Even even the even the old ladies were like carrying 50 things on their back. Like just oh, super, damn. just super ripped, like like little super ripped people. It was great. I assume because they have to climb damn mountains all the time. <laughs> yeah. The elderly grandmas, the the bigger your white hat, like the taller it is, the more lands you own. Which is oh, which wow. was so we saw these like old ladies just walking down the street with giant white hats, and we were like, oh, she must be filthy rich. Speaking of ridiculously large things, one day we went to a restaurant in the middle of this town. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was like just a local restaurant, and I tweeted a picture. For you, specifically for you, where it was like, I want your specialty. Whatever it is, I want it. And they were like, okay. And they brought me this plate of just meat, potatoes, and just random vegetables thrown in. <laughs> the corn there, dude, the corn in uh, Peru is not like the corn we have here. We get little tiny, like, baby kernels, right? They yeah. have giant man-sized kernels. These things are huge. <laughs> I can't even imagine what the popcorn pop from these would look like. It'd be the size of your fist. It was incredible. And they were just like, eat up. I'm like, okay. Crunch, crunch, crunch. It was amazing. Everything there tasted great. Although I will say. I'm trying to find the tweet, but I don't see it. I will, it's, on, it's also on my Instagram, NotoriousCOX. Oh. Um, it, oh. It, uh, you can also go there to view some other pictures, like my dad with the children, playing around with the children in the village and things like that. Uh, I did see your dad with... Uh, oh, the photoshopped him. Yeah, no, I didn't Photoshop the guy, and my dad met this guy who was dressed up as like an ancient Incan, and I photoshopped him. Like, looks like an old Steve Jobs. My dad looks like a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it's 
it was it was intense. It was an intense uh, uh, trip with him because he was just all about everything. He was like, "Oh, I want to go play with those kids," and "Oh, I want to go this." And then he then he talked to the tour guide about like um how I wasn't giving him grandkids and how he loves kids, right? And then he kept trying to like set me up with girls in the local area. He's like, he's like Jesse, Jesse, I like these round faced girls. They're very cute, very cute. I like them. And Good I was bone like, structure. Hey, seriously, he's like, it would be nice if you brought one of them home. I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind a few of these kids running around. I'm like, Dad, what is the matter with you? <laughs> also, I'm putting him on blast because he drove me crazy, and he swears he does not snore. He swears he does not snore. And I have the, the email evidence of me emailing my mom four times in, in one night because I couldn't get to sleep because my dad was snoring so loud. And I wanted to just record it. I wish I did. I wish I did. But I, I, my phone was charging, and there's no, there's no battery anywhere. <laughs> so once you find a charger, you're just like, plug it in and pray. And so um, let me reenact it for you. It is hilarious. And I don't know if it's because of the altitude or, or what, but it was, it was like this. <laughs> it was amazing and it went like that over and over and over again i told my mom I was like i swear to god if he, if he does this tomorrow i'm gonna push him off the damn the damn mountain i don't even care there's literally one night where i got no sleep and my mom was like jesse just remember this is a once in a lifetime experience don't let a lack of sleep prevent you from enjoying yourself and i was like all right fine don't fine. let the lack of essential bodily needs stop you from enjoying yourself so i was like fine fine Oh, I just found the food. It does look good. It was just a plate of food. That's it. That's... Oh, wait, wait, is that a potato? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a skinned deep fried potato. Oh wow. What's not What's not shown there is under the meat was a stuffed hot pepper with meat and other hot pepper, which oh, God. was which was delicious. And then they threw like just random vegetables on the plate to make it seem like it was healthy. <laughs> yeah. Zero health there. I will say though. Going to Machu Picchu, and everywhere we ate, we ate like that. There was no, there was no place that didn't serve you like that. Like if you got food, you got more than you could possibly ever eat. It was yeah. intense, and so every night you went to bed like I don't feel like I ever need to eat again right now. <laughs> and then by the time you got to that point where you were having dinner the next day, it was like, oh my god, I'm so hungry because all you're doing is going up and down and up and down and up and down. No joke. Eating like that for six days or five days, or however long we were there, lost four pounds. <laughs> That's how intense it is there. I was like, That's you guys, Incans are too fit for me. You guys are too damn fit. It's like America, but they eat, they exercise. Yeah, they have to. Oh, my God, the hills. You go to Cusco. Cusco is like maybe a little bit of flatland in the middle, and the rest of it is just giant hillside. And so – there's times where you're driving around, like the streets are, are like maybe 89 degree angles. Crazy things that, you, that shouldn't exist. And there's people just walking up the streets, like power walking. <laughs> and, and everyone there is just fit as shit. Fit Lady, as shit. Ladies of Cusco, you are fine. You are very good looking. <laughs> and they're just like strutting around. I'm like, damn, girls. Meanwhile, all the American tourists were just like, looked a mess. Looked a hot mess. I mean, when you come here, people are like, my parking spot is really far away. Oh, yeah. I no. got to walk an extra 100 feet. There was, there was none of that. There was none of that. The, the people in Peru were just like. I looked up the ladies of Cusco, and there's just Asians. There, there were a lot of Asians. Apparently, oh. Chinese is the second largest. Uh, maybe I'm getting it wrong, but it's one of the largest minorities there. 
Oh. So yeah, a lot of Asians, which is which is fine fine by me. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much my trip. It was great. It was wonderful. Sounds fun. It was fun. Did you fun. see any llamas? I did. I saw all of it. Do you get to ride a llama? No, but I got my picture taken with one. Oh. I need to post that. Yeah. That should be the thumbnail. It should. Because the llama's looking at me like, I don't. Who is this asshole? <laughs> pretty Just great. like how everyone in LA looks at you. Yep. Who is this asshole? <laughs> um, so... Tell me, friend, how was Godzilla? I wanted to go see it, but I was in another country and couldn't. Oh, although, yeah. although the ads, the billboards in Peru were great. They're like our billboards, but like col- like electric colors. Electric colors. Like Spider-Man, for example. Well, the billboard for Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was outlined in neon lights. And he was fighting Electro, who was shooting neon lights from his hands. I saw that movie, too. Which, it I sucked, mean- by the way, but... <laughs> Let's I move thought on. It was good. Nope, we don't it have sucks. to talk about that. Let's talk Godzilla. I don't so you spoil Godzilla, it. For, don't spoil it. I won't spoil it. So, in Godzilla, it was I'd give it like a C plus, a good C plus. It was it was decent. I felt it was too focused on the military. They're all like, "Yeah, we're the military. We're here," and I felt like it didn't focus on Godzilla enough. What like, about, I felt like what about Brian movie. Cranston? Was he in it a lot? He was in it. I felt like he needed to be in it more. I was see this is my hope, and I haven't seen like it yet. Like he was like the secondary character. I was I, like, no, you need to make him the main uh, character. So the military guy from the from the commercials is the main character. Yeah, who's on the phone with his wife, and she's like, "Honey, baby, where you going? Don't don't go fight Godzilla." Yeah. And he's like, "Girl, I gotta go do this for America." Yeah, he's like the main guy. I was like, no, make Brian Cranston your main guy. That was part of why I didn't like it as much. I felt like if Brian Cranston was the main guy, I would have liked it a lot more. I, then, I, I was hoping it'd just be him versus Godzilla. Like he he <laughs> throws on his Walter White hat and goes to fight Godzilla. That'd be a badass meth. movie. Yes. He just fights him with the power of meth. Godzilla's like <laughs> And there's uh there's like weird bug monsters instead of Mothra. Well, maybe it's maybe they'll call it Mothra. They didn't. Well they didn't call it Mothra. They were like, you know it's Don't you spoil it. It was, Don't you spoil okay, they it. They called it something else. I thought they should use Mothra. I thought it would have been cooler. I thought that's what I thought. I thought they needed a cooler villain monster, and then Brian Cranston whole movie and less military focus, more Godzilla. I now I have to go see it. That's what we'll talk yeah. about next time. We'll talk about it next time. We'll talk about Godzilla. All right. It'll be the Godzilla spoiler show. The Godzilla Ramathon. And then we'll have more. more we'll have more info on on the pat, the Patreon. Oh my God. Yeah, Patreon the, thing. The Peter Piper picked pageant. a pack of Patreons. Peter Piper picked a pack of Patreons. If if Peter Piker Piker, God, <laughs> you know what? Piker, I'm going to bed. Peter I'm Parker? going to bed. I'm going to Peter bed. Peter Parker, Spider Man. Peter Parker can't do shit. <laughs> Peter Parker, you can't help anybody. All right, I think that's it, guys. We will see you next time. Thank you so much. And as always, to be continued. <laughs>